0: Hello, this is Patrick Daly, and welcome to Interlinks. Interlinks is a program about connections, international business, supply chains, and globalization and their effects on our life, our work, and our, ra- and our travel over recent times. Today on the show, we'll be talking to Kieran Crean. Kieran is a CEO at Wave OMS, and he is also a director at MixGarage.com. Now, Wave OMS is a warehouse management system software with a few unique features uh, that enables order picking warehouse operations to fulfill orders speedily and cost effectively. It's what's referred to as a SaaS or a SaaS solution or software as a service. So it allows companies to grow their pick, pack, and ship operations through accessing warehouse management software functionality in an affordable and scalable manner. And MixGarage.com is probably um, better known because it also operates in the um, business-to-consumer channel as well. So it's a fast-growing car parts and accessories multi-channel retailer and offers a wide range of catalog uh, car parts and accessories and delivers uh, uh, to up to 34 countries um, monthly uh, at the moment. So welcome Karen and thank you very much for being here with us today.
1: Yeah. Hi Patrick uh, thank you very much.
0: So uh, Karen could you give us a, an overview quick overview of your career today H- how is it that you came to be CEO of Wave uh, OMS, which I think you, you've been in that position for just over a year, something like that.
1: And uh, um, just just over two two years. Okay. Uh, it's a very it's, it's pretty meandering, uh, Patrick. <laughs> I'm not going to take it through it all. <laughs> uh, um, uh, Kevin Street uh, graduated uh, uh, the old Kevin Street, no longer there. It's, it's under pile of rubble at the moment. Um, did I did a applied science degree, physics and computer physics and computers uh, uh, headed off with of computer science and became an in- a software engineer for many years, uh, looking after CRM systems, uh, various companies across uh, across Europe, predominantly Dublin. Uh, and uh, then the opportunity came in 2004 uh, with my brother, Mick, to found a car parts on uh, e-commerce business, uh, which was complete left field relative to what I was doing prior to that. And so look, we you, you know, you, when you're a bit young and hungry and nothing to lose, he said, let's give it a shot. Uh, so we did. Uh, and uh, that was the foundation of mixedgarage.com, which um, will be 20 years in business next February. But relative to Wave, uh, Mick's background is also tech. He's the current CTO. And um, so, and the, the entire core tech stack for MixGarage.com, from website back to the ERP, CRM, order manager system, uh, right down to the uh, WMS um, and procurement, et cetera. Uh, Is all proprietary, right? So, so we built it all ourselves, for, for for better and for worse, actually, relative to uh, um, getting things done quickly, but relative to the maintenance and keeping the market trends and, and everything that a growing business requires. Um, the the when COVID kicked off, so we have been running warehouses for twenty odd years, right? So everything from you know three thousand square feet right now up to you know we've got three warehouse spaces probably comprising of of just over about 75,000 square feet between three spaces, predominantly uh, our, our, for predominantly our HQ based out of uh, Park West in Dublin, which is 32,000 square feet. So over the years, uh, we have shifted many units, many products uh, uh, here to uh, different service principles to our customers, whether you're in Ireland, UK, et cetera. Um, and I always fondly say that if there was a mistake between Med and the warehouse, we probably met it. Um, uh, um, but we arrived over the last number of years. We arrived at a process within the warehouse that actually really worked incredibly well. Um, you know, Mick is a very Mick is as a CTO is a very process uh, engineer um, orientated. Uh, I suppose uh, uh, philosophy to him, and that he is con- constantly cutting out wastage uh, within within the business, but predominantly within the, the, within our supply chain and within our warehouse function. Uh, to the degree to the degree that that you know. Uh, for us, a lot of years we've, we've at some point we we had fitbits on our warehouse guys checking our process the amount of walking uh, etc and then ensuring that we aligned and, and trimmed our sale to match for our efficiencies we could get within the warehouse um wave arrived out of that thinking out of that process and out of our experience um as a commercial product uh, when COVID hit um a lot of a lot of irish retailers who, who predominantly would probably fair to say that a, a small percentage of their business through their own warehouse was via uh, e-commerce where the rest would have been store replenishment or wholesale, et cetera. So overnight for a lot of them, the store replenishment came to a halt um, and e-commerce was the only game in town. Um, And their traditional probably ERP paper manual driven process within the warehouse quite clearly where it did the job when you were doing 50 hours a day, but during COVID overnight, that became 500 to thousand hours a day. It quite clearly couldn't cut the mustard. Uh, it, you know, you could not get enough staff to throw at it. Uh, you could never catch up to your service promise to your customers, uh, and because of that scramble, uh, there was an, an, a level of, of errors and inefficiency going out the door to customers, which, as we all know, costs. Um, we had one of our one of our wave clients who, who, who visited at the time, um, and at the they they basically liked what they saw uh, and convinced us to basically sell them wave as a product um, and that's it so that's all just over two years ago uh, we are we just signed up actually another two customers last week so we're probably 27 28 customers in um, and this year between all our customers will ship just over a pro- product will ship just over 1.5 million orders uh, in 2023 all done efficiently all 100 accurate uh, uh, etc and en- enabling are moving traditional warehouses into one of efficiency, hundred uh, percent accurate, fully traceable, fully auditable, no controller or, or manual dispatcher or, or, or orders out, uh, and, and and one that literally uncorks the warehouse for growth is what we'd like to say. Um, no, so, so, watch- I what you think of? That- What's the connection
0: between then Mixed Garage and OMS? Is one a subsidiary of the other, or the
1: independent entity? Yes, uh, so, uh, one is one is uh, uh, one. Is, it's a spin-out, so it's a subsidiary of MixGarage.com, Correct.
0: I see. Okay. So you 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 made a comment there as you were talking about the way order profiles changed during COVID. So instead of doing shop replenishment, um, they were fulfilling uh, a lot more orders to consumers through e-commerce. Can you explain pro- process-wise in the warehouse, what's the difference between replenishing shop orders and fulfilling e-commerce? Because I talk to some uh, clients who talk sometimes a little, um, what would be, maybe a little bit uh, cavalier or gung-ho saying, oh, we're going to go into commerce. But what does that mean operationally and why was it such a challenge for people? Well, when you're doing a shop
1: replenishment or wholesale or B2B orders, typically the order is, is um, on average, the order is a larger size, right? So it can be anything up to a pallet and include more than one pallet, right? So on on a, on a B2B or shop wholesale order, you may have, in in most environments, actually, you may have a, an, a warehouse operative who has a sheet of paper or indeed that order on the tablet, and he's going around with a fork truck or pallet truck fulfilling the order. So... It could be, you know, could I have, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, 24 of those, 24 of those, 24 of a bottle of water, you know, 24 of those. twenty four. So your pick rate is enormous, right? Um, because you're literally taking inners and outers and you're putting them onto a pallet. Uh, mm-hmm. So one, one, one shopper, one store replenishment or one wholesale order could be, you know, it could be a thousand items, right? So But that's one order. That's basically put on a pallet. And then wrapped at the end and the dockets is added to right. So one person goes through that. So compare that to B2C, where instead of sending one person spending time and however how long, you know that could be maybe that order might take two hours, for example, right? To put together as picking through. So instead, that, so if you compare that to B2C, the same thousand units, and if your average order from a, from your website or B2C is two units per order, so that, that's that's now 500 orders, right? So your single page your single page approach where you're picking one order at a time, it means that your warehouse operative is literally going out to a location, picking a product, going to a second location, picking a second product, bringing that back to the packing station, picking another page, and going again, right? Uh, And notwithstanding the fact that as well as picking, each of those orders have to be treated and packed out individually versus a large B2B order, right? So so you you typically have a, a significant amount of cost in that whole picking side. Oh, it's, huge. it's hugely it's, more labor
0: intensive. Is, is that- It's massively thing? more labor,
1: exactly. It is hugely labor intensive. And you know what, the various warehouses we've seen is that, you know, the, the most lowest common denominator is picking one order at a time on a piece of paper, right? So we've seen warehouses where maybe they might try and logically put it together where products maybe live in the same area and they might pick four to five orders on a single piece of paper, right? So now you got four or five orders out, but it doesn't really make a huge difference. Ultimately, it's more processing, more processing, more cost relative to, to the manual labor that's required. Yeah, and I, I said in the intro that your system Wave OMS
0: is a, a SaaS or software as a service. So why why is SaaS a, a better way of accessing software functionality for users, for your customers?
1: Well, so, well SaaS, I mean, it's because, because A, it's immediately deployable, right? So a warehouse in Melbourne could sign on to Wave OMS tomorrow uh, and, you know, obviously following the process and once the, implement, once the setup is done, can start to use it, right? So it's instantly, instantly deployable. It's not tied to any machine. It's not tied to any person. All the warehouse operatives, supervisor, etc., can log in wherever they may be. Uh, you can, you know, if you're a supervisor or head of operations, you can view your dashboard out from the warehouse uh, um, to see how how your warehouse is performing relative to how it has to go out, the, out that day. And equally, the thing about SaaS is that it's a single product. Uh, so, therefore, um, you know, you, when you buy into a SaaS product, uh, you're buying the product, but any future enhancements uh, or modules that are added to it is also rolled out by default because it's a single product. No one gets any different than anybody else, right? Uh, so, therefore, from, from a functionality standpoint, um, it, it's, it's, you, you, can, you can approach your product roadmap at a certain speed Versus a desktop rollout, et cetera. So, you know, we can add a certain level of functionality onto a product um, and over, reach nice and bang, all our customers and operators immediately have that level of benefit and efficiency to it. Um, so it's just deployed to the cloud. And then, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to have rolled out projects uh, where it's your traditional server in house uh, desktop app. And, um, and then that just brings it a whole level of maintenance, level of service. So you know, if something goes wrong with a Windows machine, well then that client is down on that machine. Where where for SaaS, all you need is a web-enabled browser, and you're up and running. Okay, so it could be some sort of handheld device. It could be a tablet, phone type device. Correct, exactly. So I mean, for, from a picking standpoint on Wave, you can pick on a tablet, you can pick on a Zebra scanner. Uh, if you want to scan product, you can pick on your phone. It doesn't really make it doesn't matter make make a difference. And equally, from a packing side, you know, you obviously can have your your fixed stations but you know overnight you can literally. i'm going to tag on a mobile station put a laptop on it server printer and bang away you go log in and, and go for it so uh, it, it's 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 fantastic for all that uh, and it's for flexibility
0: okay and from a functionality point of view what would you say sets wave oms apart from other warehouse management systems out there well i, I think the, i think
1: god that's that's a that's a that's a wide question so there's a lot to it right so if we look at the, the, the so we would say you know Wave is a is a is is warehouse man it's a WMS warehouse manager system, with a really fantastic pick sort pack and ship module to it. So it does everything you need a WMS system to. Do. It can you know you can you can print your zones locations product barcodes you stock your goods in your cycle counting all the good stuff uh, relative to a warehouse manager system. But it really comes into itself when you're looking at your pick sort pack and ship uh, um, pick sort pack and ship because what what most other warehouse managed systems do is that they tend to pick on an order by order basis so you know whereas magic could be you're picking a single order you may have a trolley with 10 orders or a trolley with 12 orders on a tote based system what wave does is actually we on a pick and sort we deconstruct all orders into a real-time pick list and so we're picking product so the warehouse it's a very it's a very product picking process versus an order picking process and in in doing so it has a number of advantages and and namely, if I can, if I can give it to you by, by way of an example. So, if you're picking on an order by order basis. So, let's say you have to, you've got overnight, you've four hundred orders, uh, and within those four hundred orders, you have uh, there's there's four hundred orders from the same fifty SKUs, for example. So, let's say four hundred orders, and that phone is in fifty of those orders. Yeah. In so a phone, for-
0: a phone is a SKU or a pen or a, bo- right, or a, exactly, or a bottle, exactly, right? Bottle of so,
1: something. Yeah. Correct. Right. Overnight, you've four hundred orders, but within fifty of those orders. There's a, there's a single skew, right? A single un- uniform skew. Say it's a phone, right? Uh, in a traditional picking environment uh, you, on a one-by-one basis, you're going back to that bin location 50 times over the course of the day to pick those 50 orders. What WAVE, uh, uh, what Wave does, we basically instruct the picker to pick all 50 at once uh, th- and bring them back to a store location. Thereby, you're getting maximum efficiency in the pick. Uh, um, so a WAVE around warehouse, actually the aisle space uh, the aisle and the the the, the picking and the, and the busyness in the aisle is just not there. You could you could be in a wave warehouse and you, you could be processing 1,200 hours a day, 2,000 hours a day, and you look down the aisles and there would be very rarely anyone picking uh, because you wave through the warehouse over the course of the day to pick all product to bring it to a sort central sort area and then very cleverly uh, the wave face scanner would take to put that into left and right single line order, multi line order, box. B, box A, et cetera, et cetera, as it reconstruct the orders together. So it's, so fundamentally it's got a very different approach than your traditional order centric, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, order centric picking WMS functionality. And then on top of that then it's got a lot of, whole lot of cool features rel- that that we, I suppose we have experienced over 20 years in running a warehouse. And indeed with our sister business, mixedgarage.com which is one of the busiest customers for we still live and breathe it every day, right? You know, we've got 12 carriers, like most warehouse manager systems, you typically need to, another piece of tech at the end to, to link into uh, couriers. Uh, we, for us, we actually have 12 couriers onboarded. So all you have to do for any one of the couriers with DHL, DPD, FedEx, UPS on post, grab, send etc. et cetera, Put in your credentials, set the shipping rules, and now basically you'll, you'll automatically get a shipping label print at, at, at the end. Uh, and whereas in traditional environments, very often, you might have someone in the office who's printing out 400 labels. Uh, with 400 invoices statement them together to send them out to et cetera. Um, so, so I think the real core feature for sure is the efficiency we give uh, on the pick sort pack process. And then thereafter, we've got a, a, a lot of really nice functionality on the shipping, without the, on the order processing, whether you want to hold orders, reroute orders to a second warehouse, uh, et cetera, uh, um, add product onto orders, um, you know various other elements too, which are, which makes and Mixed uh, garage, I guess, acts as a a,
0: a real live uh, test bench for a new functionality that you might bring in. Is that will that be correct? Well, ab- absolutely,
1: absolutely. So so we're constantly testing efficiency of the product uh, uh, within mixgarage.com. Any new features are first tested within mixgarage.com, mm-hmm. and we could send out thirty thousand dollars a month, uh, uh, which which is quite busy for a BTC warehouse, uh, and therefore we we can we can prove. We can prove the functionality, prove the premise, rigorously and robustly test it before we start to our customers. Yeah, um, I think another curious thing about the system,
0: and um, you know, when, when I was there with you and and you showed it to me, and I looked into certain bins around the place, and was surprised to see different products in the same bin. So it's able it's able to manage that. And you do that because you maximise the, the
1: utilisation of the storage space by doing that. Is that correct? That's right. So from a, so from a stocking standpoint, uh, um, you know, we like typically most environments that we tend to go to, you have from a storage, from a storage or picking or from storage is that you've got a single product typically exists within a single location, right? Uh, um, the, the, make the Wave approach, now of course, Wave can handle that as well, because that's more of a process approach as opposed to a systemic approach. But if you want, but you can also with Wave, you can actually, you can have multiple products in multiple locations, Uh, uh, And in doing so, so so within one pick bin, you could have five different types of product. Uh, um, And what that does is is that, particularly for heavy skew, heavy trafficked environment, um, it allows you to employ maximum density across the warehouse. Um, So, you you know, we've been into locations where a single skew has to live in a single bin, but there's only like five bottles at the, at, the, at the bottom of the aisle and the bin is this high, right? So yeah. it's literally taking up air. And of course, air, in a warehouse space, air costs. So for, yes, w- within a wave environment, uh, you can deploy multiple SKUs within, within the same bin and any, any bin can hold multiple SKUs, vice versa. And, and you know the reason we like to do that and we, we recommend that is typically, it's the fastest method, stocking method for, for rapid put-away. So, it, you know, typically when a product lives in a single location, that when you get a goods in pallet into the business, it also means that you need to put that product away in that location, right? Yeah. And so if it is a very directed putaway like that, well, then ultimately we believe that is inefficient because you actually have to go to each location for the product in. Whereas if a product can exist in multiple locations, it means that you can take a pallet down the aisle, find empty spaces for it, and I'll put six here, seven here, ten here, etc., um, and of course commercially the faster you put product away the faster you can sell it yeah so that's that's interesting it's both
0: multiple products in the same location and the same product spread across multiple locations correct okay interesting so uh so the batch pick and sort functionality you have there and you explained earlier how these um e-commerce fulfillment warehouses tend to have a multiplicity of orders so you can see how that Drives efficiency when you've got orders like that. So, what kind of sectors and types of operations is Wave OMS most suited to, or best
1: suited to? We're finding that uh, uh, Wave has been adopted across a lot of ver- different verticals. Um, so, you know, we're in we're in fashion, uh, food, drinks, uh, uh, stationary, books, uh, pharmacy, parts, hardware, agri. Uh, um, so. The, probably the co- most common denominator against them is that they tend to have a lot of SKUs, right? Because if you're if you're a business that like if you're a manufacturer and you're sending out two thousand orders a day, but you're only doing that within forty SKUs, well then ultimately you don't really have a problem from from a from a picking standpoint. Because what we find is is that typically most of those businesses deploy a sales structure. where Depending on the size, the SKU can be a, can, the SKU can be a square around you. So your picking your your packing screen can equally be your picking screen. You just reach over and pick. One or two or three SKUs. Uh, so what we we typically see businesses where they have uh, um, you know a significant amount of SKUs uh, spread across a warehouse environment, um, and therefore, and you know once that once that is in, in place and they're deploying manual op, manual uh, um, operations to fulfil orders, then for us that's our ideal customer, irrespective to a great degree of the industry. Um, we're equally seeing. Um, you know, our last two customers are actually uh, B2B wholesale customers. Um, so it's not necessarily just a pure e-commerce uh, e requ- commerce uh, product. Uh, we're seeing basically where, where, yes, within a wholesale, you're not going to be doing the same volume as you are within e-commerce, but same principles apply. I mean, there's no reason why you can't put four or five or six wholesale orders together, pick them in full, and then sort them back into pallets on the ground, um, and then, you know, getting the full, full benefits of full order trail, Scanning 100 percent accuracy and automated shipping label at the door. Um, so while you while it may not be a thousand orders, you're still getting the full benefit of everything else around the product. Um, so there's very little sectors, Patrick, that you know that really hasn't as those had an interest or, or has been of interest to us. Um, of course, I think you know once the products start to get bigger and larger, um, you know if you're talking about bags of cement or you know that you know type of big product, when well, I think that could prove a problem from a physical sense relative to the process and, and, the, and the sorting, et cetera, and the handling of the product on the line. Um, but, you know, we, we, we're seeing good traction in a number of different verticals. So, and look, we're, we're a relatively young product. Um, I've no doubt probably in the next 12 to 18 months, we'll probably nail our colors to the mass relative to one vertical over the other. Um, but for the moment, what we're seeing is if you've got a warehouse with plenty of, plenty of, of uh, orders coming in, with a good volume of SKUs, manual operation will then Wave can do a job for you. Uh, sorry, uh, Patrick, I, I can't hear you.
0: Question was um, again. So, what what future uh, developments are you considering for the system? Whether coming from customer requests or from your own internal ideas? We're looking
1: at uh, constantly looking at just increasing the efficiency of the product. Um, so, you know, can we deploy AI against, it, for example? So, while while the the, the placement of product within the warehouse. Is less relevant where you're picking everything at once. You know, could the deployment of AI actually give you those inches? Where if if we basically fed all our picks, warehouse DIMs, locations, etc., into AI modelling, would it actually provide a full recommendation of where the product is going, where the product should sit uh, in order to um, in order to get maximised pick through uh, on the warehouse? Um, we're currently bolting on another three couriers, uh, and for us, it's about expanding the rip of integrations in the platform. So we see a Shopify placement next year um, to allow us to basically uh, a, a, a onboard the a Shopify platform to enable us to reach a different level of audience. I mean, from an e-commerce side, 80% of our of our customers are Shopify. Um, so it makes complete sense for us to, to, uh, to be there. And indeed, I think uh, from an exploratory standpoint, uh, really, can we deploy voice within the product? Um, and, and would that make sense for us? Uh, so we're also exploring that within the roadmap next year. Mm-hmm. And
0: as regards the actual business strategy of OMS, um, wh- where do you see that going? So you mentioned there's got to thirty um, customer sites at the moment. Do you see new new uh, sectors, new territories, or what, what's what's in the future for the business? We do. Well,
1: well we just um, we 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 employed our our suppose, our head of sales uh, midsummer. Um, he has he has been spent a lot of time getting up to speed with the product and engagement with customers uh, we fir- just f- secured our first uk customer last week uh, a, a warehouse north of london um, so we see significant opportunity for us for the product uh, in the uk um, and and beyond to, uh, to be frank uh, for us right now we, we do a very managed deployment to customers so we typically visit our customers on site as part of uh, the initial a fact finding due diligence, um, and we also we, we take customers. We we are on site also for go live and deployment. Um, for next year, probably not even for next year, but certainly uh, relative to where we want to take it, is we would like to start looking towards rep- remote deployments. Um, you know, so can we finesse the content, finesse the help, and make it easier to understand? Um, so that again, back to that potential customer in Melbourne, you know, why can't? wave be sold overnight to a warehouse who self-deploys within a warehouse in Melbourne uh, and take it from there. So, but I mean, look, we're, 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 you know, we're, we're baby steps to a great degree for us. Um, You know, we've got, you know, we've got a further seven to eight customers to onboard in, in January, early February. Uh, So we're seeing really good traction out there. Uh, We're doing very little marketing on to be fair. So like it's, it's, a lot of it is through word of mouth and reference, which is terrific. Um, so for us, it's about continuing to deploy that um, and you know start pushing slowly into the UK market. So we have first customer would we'll you know first reference customer up and running hopefully in early February. Kick off implementation on that next week, and uh, we look forward to acquire more customers in the UK. And indeed, we have some of our existing customers who are rolling up warehouses across Europe, and indeed one is one is within the Far East. Um, so we look forward to having an international presence. Uh, relative to wave wave to reference as international customers uh, as well so very much in the UK uh, making a remote product and then see where as we'll see where it flows thereafter I mean could there be a localized version of the product in two three years time why not French Spanish etc uh, uh, quite potentially but again we are we're taking it where we can get it um, and and we're not pushing our hard to we're not pushing forward too fast. Uh, we want to make sure that the product to be, con- continues to be incredibly robust and incredibly attract- attractive to our existing customers uh, um, and, you know, uh, 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 take on customers that um, have a real need to type their warehouse.
0: Okay. Um, so exciting times ahead. So, um maybe just to, to to finish leave the the business things to one side for a minute maybe just ask you um what would you say and you know through your career is the most important kind of life lesson you've learned that stood you through through your career
1: I, I, be curious be curious be curious about everything everything you know whether it's from a personal or from a professional be curious uh, every every warehouse every customer i've been every potential customer every customer i've been irrespective of of how they do run their operations is always a learning opportunity. There's always something to learn, uh, and I think I think uh, the, one, the to keep learning, uh, uh, the willingness to learn, and the willingness to be to be humble. I think wherever you visit, uh, and to say, look, the, everybody has a terrific business, uh, um, and you know we're coming in and to, to help them to make their business stronger. Uh, um, but you know there's so much to learn from from everyone. So I think just. You know, I think it's just be curious and hopefully stay curious.
0: Excellent. Well, many thanks, Kieran. Unfortunately, the clock is uh, is against us. But well, thanks very much for being here with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure having really, really appreciate it.
1: Thanks very much, Patrick.
0: Thanks also to our listeners for tuning in again today. And be aware that if you enjoyed this episode, you can find a full series of nearly 140 episodes of Interlinks on Apple, Spotify, and a cast. So keep well and stay safe until next time.